Welcome everyone to the Quality 2020 podcast. I'm Andre Tomlin from The Mental Health and I'm your host for this podcast which will feature interviews with speakers from the International Forum on Quality and Safety in Healthcare. That's a conference that's taking place online this year from the 2nd to the 6th of November 2020. Uh, and it's now in its 25th year, this conference. It's one of the world's largest uh, for healthcare professionals committed to improving patient care and safety. Uh, and I'm here today with Don Berwick, who's the President Emeritus and Senior Fellow at the Institute for Healthcare Improvement in Boston. And of course, it's the IHI, along with the BMJ, who organised this event, uh, which normally takes place a number of times a year uh, in various countries around the world. So Don, we were hoping to meet in person in Copenhagen in April, but instead we're meeting online in November. Welcome to the podcast. Nice to be here, and I'm sure we'll be together in person at some point in the future. Yes, I hope so. So this was one of the first face-to-face -face events I had in my calendar that I think that was postponed back in April because of the pandemic. So it's great to see it going ahead online. Maybe you could start by just giving us a flavor of what to expect from this international forum this year. Well, this year, as every year, uh, this is an amazing opportunity for people from around the world to exchange ideas, to celebrate their progress and improvement, and to help each other solve problems. Uh, each year, we've been blessed by having many dozens of countries attend the International Forum. And um, this year, of course, I'm sure one of the main themes will be COVID, uh, the COVID response, uh, what we've learned from this from this uh, terrible tragedy, this global pandemic. And uh, I'm sure we'll be exchanging ideas about how to do even better now. Uh, ideas both about clinical care, uh, organizational responses, public health, community responses, uh, quality improvement and patient safety have met COVID and we'll be talking about that. But we, we shouldn't only be talking about that. Uh, healthcare continues, there are still health challenges around the world. And I'm sure there'll be many themes at this uh, conference that will deal with uh, with matters beyond the beyond the pandemic. And there may be people listening to this podcast who are completely new to this field. So for, for the uninitiated, can you tell us please what quality improvement actually is and why it's something that we need to be doing? Sure, well, the, the way I think about it is, uh, it, you know, the, it, in order to make things better, and we all wanna make things better all the time in our work, in our lives, in order to make things better, there are two essentials. One is aim. You have, to, you have to intend to be better and know what it is you'd like to, to, to improve, and then methodology. And this conference and the whole quality movement is about both. The aims have to do with better meeting the needs of uh, patients, families, and communities. Um, we in the Institute for Healthcare Improvement focus on what we call the triple aim. This was developed by colleagues of mine, Tom Nolan and John Whittington, back around 2006. And they, they said, well, if we want to think about what we're trying to accomplish in healthcare, there are three main arenas of improvement. They're all connected. One is better care for individuals. That's where patient safety echoes. That's where we want care to be scientific and reliable, patient-centered, timely, efficient, equitable. Uh, all of that has to do with the care system and how we make care better. An example would be reducing complications in hospitals or making sure that our our encounters with patients are even more focused on what matters to them. So that's care for individuals. Then there's better care for populations, better, better health for populations, which certainly has a lot to do with COVID today. This is beyond the clinical office or the surgery or the hospital with our communities and what it is in communities to generate health, social determinants. Of, and that's 
second area of aim, better health for populations. And the third is reduction of per capita cost, or in some countries, reduction of waste. Healthcare kind of confiscates resources from other important and noble tasks. Healthcare should use all the resources it can use, but should also never waste resources. And so reduction of cost is the third arm of the triple aim. And that better care, better health, lower cost, that, that kind of describes the aims that we want to pursue together uh, as nations, as individuals, as, as professionals, as organizations. Uh, to that, another has been added, uh, very important, which is improved joy in work. You can't get the triple aim accomplished with a workforce that isn't proud and joyous about what it does. That's aim. But then there's method. And unfortunately, the methods that tend to dominate really are not very scientific. The methods are basically exhortation, incentives, uh, just stating objectives and hoping they get accomplished, um, reliance on inspection for improvement, surveillance. And we now know that this is an impoverished approach to making things better. Uh, yelling at people or setting out incentives or, or just demanding things, that doesn't produce improvement. In fact, that produces fear, hiding, uh, deception even. What we know scientifically now over really a century of development is that there are methods for improvement that are much more grounded in science. They relate to understanding how systems work, to understanding how data can be better used to teach us how we can organize ourselves uh, psychologically in teams and, and, and with buoyancy and, and, uh, and, and real communication. And then most importantly, trying things out. The modern view of quality is we, we, we don't just talk about it, we try it and we learn from what we do every day, all over, everyone. And that, con that constellation of methodology, systems thinking, statistical thinking, understanding each other better, psychological sophistication, uh, democratization of, of science. That's kind of a cluster of approaches that I would call modern approaches to improvement. Um, this conference the, the, is, is about that. It's about taking these methods, building our, our skills and knowledge, and applying them to the aims that we share in common across the world. And you're giving a keynote talk. It's the first keynote of the conference on Monday, the 2nd of November. What are you going to be covering in that address? Well, I'll be doing that jointly with uh, my wonderful colleague, the new uh, president and CEO of the Institute for Health Care Improvement, uh, Kate Armate. Dr. Mate and I will be, we're talking now about what we're going to share, but I think we're going to be the theme we're choosing right now is new game in town. It means that so much is, is really different now, not just because of COVID, but because of kind of accelerated work on improvement over the past oh, decade or so. And so we're going to kind of label, I don't know, five, six or seven themes that we find as really new, really challenging in, in the best possible way. We'll talk through what, what our impressions are of those, of those new themes in approaches to our work and how we can harness them even more for the benefit of patients and families and communities. Some will have to do with COVID because COVID is a very stern teacher and it's us forcing, forcing us to think quite differently. But this will be about new, new thinking, new ways to think about that work of healthcare. And I'm very excited to be doing that with, with KDAR. I think it's fair to say that quality improvement professionals are a special breed of person and that this event has a particular feel um, I went to the conference in Glasgow last year and there were 4,000 QI nerds milling around in this huge conference center. Um, and, you know, it feels different to me to other conferences. 
Um, do, do you feel that as well? Where does that come from, do you think? I feel the same, Andre. I mean, there are two ways to think about that for me. One is that, um, you know, healthcare is a pressured it's a pressured industry. The, the professionals feel put upon. Organizations feel worried about their futures. The public feels worried about its health. Everybody's brow is furrowed, and we're 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 fretting. Of course, we are now in the pandemic. That's that's up by an order of magnitude. the The conference is is the opposite. It's about celebration, uh, invitation, uh, and helping each other. In IHI, we have a wonderful theme, we, we say never worry alone. Let's do this together. Let, let's get together and solve problems together. And when you get that kind of energy, it produces, a, I guess the word is joy. And, and I, I look forward to these conferences every single year because I know I'm going to leave them charged up with new confidence, new, new connections, uh, new ideas, uh, a sense of can do. Uh, so that's part of it. The other is that work gets done at the conference. This isn't just about sitting around and talking. Uh, clusters of people form who are working on common problems and they figure out what they're going to do next. I remember, for example, this conference often has a meeting, believe it or not, of regulators. So people, people who deal with surveillance and regulation of the health system who want to be partners, they want to be helpful to the improvement movement. They get together at this conference and they talk about how they're doing, what they're learning, how, how to be even better at their work and supportive improvement. As, in terms of the, uh, the the quality nerds, I would say I have a sort of vision, which is, you know, everybody should be a quality nerd. Everybody wants to do better. All children do. That's how we're born. There isn't anybody on the planet that can't learn and use modern approaches to improvement and apply that to the things they love to do. And so this is a conference with wide open doors. It's not just for quality aficionados or people who label themselves as quality expert by any means. It's for every clinician, every leader, every manager, uh, and a lot of patients and, and families, and also a lot of students, just to learn how, how to do better at things we really love and care about. And of course, that's fun. That's what you feel differently about at the conference. And we're going to have many hundreds of people joining in as participants in the online conference, you know, which is a ticketed event. But we're also going to be covering the event on social media. Who do you think we should target with that? Who would you invite along to this event? Who do you think is going to find this most interesting and relevant to their work? Well, of course, there are clinicians who, who really w want new ideas and, and better ways to approach their work, especially as teams, organizational leaders and managers who have to solve problems in very complex systems, policymakers who want to set a rule base that will help improvement. But I'll name two groups that I hope come in force. One is students. Uh, the Institute for Healthcare Improvement has the the IHI Open School for Health Professions. It is an online version of, uh, of, an, of a university, really. Courses, over 30 courses are available, short courses. This is open to students and health of health professions all over the world. And I'll tell you, the energy that develops in that environment is amazing. These students will both get a lot and gain a lot if they come to this conference. And the other is patients and families. I've become, I, I've sometimes called myself a bit of an extremist on the idea that the more we invite patients and families and community members into our the halls of healthcare at all levels, the better healthcare we'll get and the 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 and the triple aim will be closer into our hands. In the COVID epidemic, this is even more important because now, you know, this is reminding us that that health is a property embedded in communities and healthcare can't deliver health to communities. It has to co-produce health with communities and community members are, are, are more than welcome. And this, of course, will echo in a major theme at this conference and all conferences this year, and that is equity. 
COVID's teaching us again that marginalized populations, people of color, people in poverty are especially vulnerable to the effects of this of this virus, but they're especially vulnerable to many threats in healthcare. And if we're really going to be healers, we have to be very inclusive and really reach out to people uh, who are otherwise sometimes marginalized and invite them into the improvement world and, and join with them. And I hope this conference reflects that in its participants. Mm-hmm.